The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. It's great to I they having a great time. It looks like they're having a great time. Yeah. The um which are we are we on? Oh, okay. Yeah. How about a five, four, three? How about just two one? Oh that mercy. Uh, I don't mean to come back. Hey, I'm Lewis Dix. Jeff Arnold. What's the name of the show? In a man's world. And you see we're Welcome back. Yes. Happy. Last time I was here two weeks ago, it was not It was not pretty. It was not pretty. It was very bad. We'll talk about that. It's good to be back. It's good to be before we go any further, we lost another great one, Louis Anderson. Yep. And Bob uh, Saget. Bob Saget. Oh, we weren't here when yeah, we. No. Him and Meatloaf. Meatloaf. So it's just if you're under forty, it's okay for you. But no. people over forty are starting to see people that they knew, grew up with, and dropping, and and it and you can't help but reflect that who's next or how you're feeling. I had a scare and it was interesting. If you don't know, you know, the 16 people that listen, uh, thank you Seymour. Cause she said, I hope my, she hopes my tummy feels better. Oh wow! I had a hospital stay. Now I say it like that. Cause I thought about last night we, we had a show and I said that, that I had a hospital stay and I was like, that's what you say when you have insurance. That I had a hospital stay, as opposed to I had to go to the hospital, or they sent me to the hospital, or I ended up in the hospital. You know, so well they still keep you either way. Yeah, but it's 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 better to say I had a hospital stay. Even without insurance, you don't have a hospital stay. Yeah, but you don't. They just don't bill you more. You just you just don't lay there as comfortable knowing that it's not going all. I just got to play the pay the deductible and do whatever. Yeah, but, so, but I'm sure it's a lot more stressful not having having insurance. Yeah. So because uh, they're gonna give you everything. Oh, it's a it's a it's a it's um. They're what's the machine you. when they when you go grocery shopping? Yeah. That's what it is. Ching every time they, belt. on your wrist. Yeah. The they, belt. Every yeah. little thing. Now yeah. now I had a I can't say this word, dictivitis. Um, oh, that's what you had. Victor Ditus. You know how yeah. to say that poetess, boy. It's a, it's a blockage of the colon. It's a, inflamed, and so that's why I could, didn't have any bowel movements in my everything so was, was really backed up. I was, it was really, and yeah. I took some water, so I was really in a bad way. And the lady said I had an angel on my shoulder, the specialist, because she said it could have been, you could have had to go to surgery. So thank you, Sydney, our baby girl who's always watching over us. And just to think, the previous Wednesday before when we did the memorial to Demilitant, we had the over under who was gonna make it. I thought about that when I was laying up in the hospital, <laughs> but it was it was interesting because because when know, I got the call from your muse, I was like, wait a minute, hold up. Yeah, when Beth, yeah, muse called. Yeah, when you, she hit like, me up and she was like, "Have you talked to him? Have you seen it?" And not because when I saw a number, I was just like, "No, this come on, we just I just did a joke about that. Come on, it can't be this." 
She has to be called. She wouldn't have called else. you to told you I passed. Nobody would have called. I mean, Code Three. She called everyone. Well, she no, Muse gave everyone. me her number. Gave you who? Code Three's number. No, Muse didn't have her number. No, uh, I think Lou. Lou, yeah, yeah, Lou. Because Muse, Muse was mad. She she didn't have. And it was interesting right. because finally Muse talked to Code Three, and she told me. Muse said, "I have to admit, I'm I'm really impressed with her." Oh, wow. And and it lit Code Three's day up. She was oh, really? yeah, because she was like, I mean, she wants everybody who loves me to like her. Oh. And then she let my family know, and and she's so she's like, should I call your ex? No. Yes. No. Yeah. But the kids they can told fight her over the, they can fight over the wheel. The kids told her, and, and Lewis was really worried. The kids were really worried because they had never. Nah, seen. Lewis didn't sound too concerned. No, he was. He was really. Uh, he thought you know it was because of COVID and all that, and he, because they they've never seen me down like that. When I talked to him, he was like, oh, you seeing dad? I'm like, you know. <laughs> and I appreciate all the people kept calling so much at the hospital that they made all my family. Did they you made get a lot of calls? Peyton, yeah, Peyton was the point person. And and Code 3 was snitching a lot, telling them I wasn't. Because I, I was there for five. They stuck this thing down my nose and down my throat. Well, you used to that anyway. <laughs> and it was painful. I mean, always is the first time. No, it was like I'm like because I'm thinking, you know, you hear the nose is connected to the throat and everything, and so many jokes. I I know. Did you breathe? And then you could every time you swallow, you could feel the straw down here because they had to suck up the stuff out out of there on top. And then they had to do a. a, So you felt the tube in your nose? Oh, hilarious! No, it didn't just slide down because my nose is big. No, it was yeah. I I thought the same thing. The nasal canal. I thought the same thing when I was like, okay, I won't feel it. That bad boy hurt. And they always say the same thing. You're almost there. You're almost there. The worst part is over. And then I had to have a rectal thing. And that was, oh, my God. Wow. Oh, they had to put that up under you? Oh, my God. And then they, uh, a balloon came up because they had to get an imaging. Yeah. And it made me want to apologize to every woman that I tried to, to stick put my finger up. Yeah, I was like, oh, Lord, I apologize. That's just, I don't, ooh. And then they, the guy kept saying, breathe, breathe. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, homie. But uh, I'm so, I appreciate all the care. I had like three, you got a main nurse, an assistant nurse, and then a nurse who comes to collect your your, yeah, urine your samples. Stuff. Yes. Because yeah. all they want to know is, have you passed gas? Have you ever bowel movement? Did you urinate? So that, are you that's the sign of life. Are you out of the woods? No, I have to have surgery. Oh, you do? Yeah, I have to have surgery Damn. to completely pull out the blockage, the specialist. And it was funny because wow. one guy tried to, special, you know what's really interesting? When you wake up, when you look up and you got, Four or five doctors standing in front of you. Then it's like, whoa. whoa something's wrong. And then when they start using Mr. or Mrs., they start yeah. using your name. You're like, you just start. Mr. Dicks. You know, so it was like, <laughs> like Yo, I'm such shirt. and such specialist. I'm such a. So what's the blockage, though? Huh? What's the blockage? The blockage is, is your colon, your intestines. Didn't what's, go through. What's blocking it? it uh, that certain dildo? things that I was eating. <laughs> Like peanuts, popcorn. What? Yes. So, and Damn. I was on a peanut kick too for like three weeks. That was my but go-to see, but snack. I, but, but see, so I kept it's peanut. So, wow. Uh, definitely, I'm thinking your diet, but it's actually some stuff that. Yeah, was- see, it can get stuck in there and, and all that because you think it's big, but it's not. No. So you know it can get stuck and block it, and that's what that whole. Wow. But you wouldn't listen when I was telling you stop eating all of that. And it was interesting because you got to listen to your body. Because at first I wasn't. At the trainer called me and said, "Hey man, call your doctor." So I text my doctor what the symptom was. He's like, "Go to the ER." And I was glad that I had communication with my doctor. Mm. And I hit, I used to coach his son. Now I wish I had started him. <laughs> but it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I have. And they gave me morphine. Whoa. 
But I've been telling you that for the last, what, seven, That's eight years? That's a serious drug. To change right. your diet. So, so but, now will you? Yes. Yeah, I had a great salmon and asparagus and mashed potatoes. I've been, you know, eating stuff that goes right through. And I don't eat ham- red meat, so I'm doing a lot of fish. But when I first came the home... Fish is bad for you, too. When I first came home, Code 3 had some um, wing stock. And you wanted that? Oh, man, I took a couple bites. And, that, that, and then what I did was I'm thinking... All right, I'll have some beans since they saw for beans cause gas. So that first night back, I was up again all night, pain. But then I went back to the applesauce and the jelly and the smoothies and stuff. So uh, I um, this is the best thing for you. Water. Yeah, that's the best um, thing. So that that was that. And then one guy tried to say it was COVID related, and the specialist she looked at him and said, and when another doctor said to somebody else, I'm like, he's not good. He's just a resident. Yeah, he, he did not know. So, uh, so anybody that's out there that's in uh, having a hospital stay, I wish you the best. Uh, five days is way too long, um, and every food commercial looked good. But I am better, stronger. You know, lost some weight because I lost like four pounds because I was liquid. Mm-hmm. But um, things when is good. Your surgery, huh? When is your surgery? In a few weeks, I'm going to schedule it around my tour dates. Oh, okay. I don't have any, but <laughs> schedule. I like to say that I, to myself. You're going to wait. I have to What's wait your... three weeks anyway. Oh, do you? To things settle down. Then I'm going to call her. Oh. But, um, Are you going to be down for a minute? No, I'm outpatient? good. Yeah, it's, it's a procedure. She does some stuff where it's laser stuff and, and all you, that. And you, and you go up and I'm to... sure I can go home that day. I hope. I, I can't do another five days. I, don't, I, I mean, I can imagine how strong people are there in the hospital for three, four weeks in the months. It's like a vacation for some people. No, not when you... And then they kept giving me a shot to make sure I didn't get blood clot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and I got up and tried to exercise, and um, so it was cool. I the see nurse you didn't was cut good. Your hair. No, I got my hair done the other day. <laughs> um, but um, uh, okay. So uh, we got uh, about five minutes before we have our first guest and only guest. He's I like him. He's a good guy. Everybody likes him. Our guest. They call him like the mayor. Like nobody, no one does not know him. Yeah. He called me the other day. He saw me come out of the cleaners. Yeah, and he will do that. When yeah. he sees you, he'll call you up like I just saw you. Da, da. And yeah, I he, see him all the time because I'm up at the school where his kids go to school. Right. And I um, I coach his son, who's a really good athlete, and his daughter. Um, but uh, Yeah, he called me. He's like, nah, I know you You know, you take your cleaning at. And I'm like, okay. But he won't talk to you long. No. He he's always got – and he always says, I'll call you back. Yeah, always. And never always. calls you back. But that's just who he, he is. I'm sure he calls his wife back. Yeah, he, uh, she's the, the boss. Off in mid-sentence and like, Yo, let me call you right but back. But he has everybody's. I'm talking to the other day, and I'm talking about we look and we see Trevor Noah's book, that's part of the curriculum at the school. Right. And he calls him right up. Who Trevor Noah? Yeah, he's got like people's number. Yeah, he's, who is super famous. Yeah, he's 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 a class celebrity, but he's more humble though. Yeah, he's got a. No, nah, he's, he's some, you know. I think when he's in his car, he's pretty arrogant. Well, no, my two cents, he's real arrogant. Okay. On but Instagram, he's, my two cents, he's real arrogant. His, oh, it's Chris. Yeah. Well, his two cents. His, yeah, his two yeah. cents is really funny. Yeah. So we'll get to that. Um, I was thinking the uh, today. I can go in his green room. Okay. Oh, yeah. Some people I, can walk, I can go in his green room. Well, he'll, he's open like that. He yeah, says hi to you like he knows you. Yeah, yeah he's open to everybody. Yeah. And he'll introduce you. Yeah, to other people. Yeah, he'll introduce but you. He's not people. that type of cat that's like, you know, he can stand on his own. And he's not afraid to introduce you. To opportunity. Yeah, but he's super, super. Let's be honest. Yeah. He's he's so funny. Yeah. I mean, his oh, funny is. is. Oh, he is. His funny is another level. Yeah. 
He doesn't even. Re- and he says this to me all the time. Like he, he doesn't even realize how funny he is. I, he says, yeah, I, and when you talk to him, he's like, like you know, he he doesn't think he he doesn't know how, like, but he can work, work any room. Yeah, he's like, I gotta work. I was like, no, it's like I saw a clip of him roasting uh, a guy towards birthday roast. Oh well, yeah, and, and he said you've never he's never seen uh, uh, Melanie, Melly and DC, DC fly in the, in the same, same room. room. And he oh. told uh, Kim Whitley <laughs> that if you take that belt off, you'd be somebody. <laughs> it was oh, but he was amazing. I saw the clip when um when he did D Wade's. Roast Dimes. Yes. Yes. Kill Pat Riley, all of them. Yes. Yeah. And I just said it like he said it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He he he's he's he can he can take any mic in any room, black, white, um, anybody. Whole he's at level. the point now where he's just like, you know, just watching and it's just like he's conversating. I'd love to see him uh and every time he hosts something, he's excited. I'd love to see him host the talk show. I like to see him do I told him Ebony Jet Showcase. Um so and he pumps you up too. Like in text, he was like, "Oh, I saw you. You made me." His go-to is, um, "You made me cry. Or you made me spit something out." Oh, really? And whenever a comic hears that, they think that, "Oh, it must have been really funny." I never got a text like that. Well, you will one day. Oh no! Well, he told me he was like, "I didn't know you was that funny." Yeah, you destroyed when we had the opportunity to open up for him in yeah. San Diego. You destroyed. Yeah, he was like, I didn't even know you was that funny. He yeah. destroyed. Yeah, and I, I, because he asked me, <laughs> full disclosure, he asked me. He said, what do you think about Jeff? I was like, ah, no, he might not be the right host for you, man. And then I felt myself hating, and I was like, all right, no, mind, man, go ahead. No, because I texted him, and I had asked him. I was like, all right, you know, I was like, yo, if you need an opening act, let me know. And he's like, well, no, I'm, I'm booked. I got a full squad. And I was like, all right, well, how many on it? And he's like, it's like 10 to 12 ahead of you. And I respond back, because me and him are always with the banter with Affleck, you know. Affleck? <laughs> Athletic banter, I got you, I got Athletic you. Athletic banter, you know, so I was like, hey, man, you know. I started on the bench. I work hard, and I, you know, work my way to becoming an all-star starter. He's like, "Oh, that's funny." And then he hit me back, and he was like, "Are you available Friday?" And I was like, "Yeah." And I was happy, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna go." And then you fucking blew the shit, and you text me like, "Hey, we working together Friday?" And well, because like, at first I said no. I told him. He said, "What do you think about Jeff?" I was like, "Nah, man, Jeff. You know, I was like, he, he gonna." I said, "He gonna host the wrong way. He gonna go too long, man." And I was like, "He ain't messing up my vibe, you know." And then, uh, and then Chris like, "No, he'll be alright. He'll be alright." Because and I was like, then I felt bad afterwards. I was like, I can't believe I shut him down like that. But um, then you got then you just like you said, what are you wearing? I'm like, I'm wearing a warm up suit. You can't wear no warm up suit. You open for Chris Spencer. Come on, man. You gotta represent. You can't wear one of your suits. I'm like, nah, I want no, I ain't say suits, but I He's say like, don't. You can't wear that. You can't wear a warm up suit. I, I, yeah, I mean it's Chris Spencer. I mean, okay. And so. then I checked in with Chris. I'm like, yo, man, is it cool? He said, man, I don't give a fuck what you wear, man. Just be funny. Okay. I'm like, All right, cool. He did say that he didn't appreciate what you wore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh well, I haven't been back with him yet, so. <laughs> yeah, me either, so. But he went down, I think, to San Diego with Buddy Lewis. He likes Buddy Lewis. No, he went to Seattle. With Buddy Lewis? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think because he knows, you know, Buddy Lewis won't jam. But no, then he got the text about Taco Tuesday at the J-Spot. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That was open but up. But I didn't do that with y'all. Yeah, because you didn't, you don't, don't like fuck with you Memphis, Memphis Will. Will. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't fuck with Memphis Will. Certain so. people. Um, yeah. Um, and I know Chris does because he got that because of the Savoy. Because Chris used to let him open up at the Savoy. Yeah. When he did the run, you know, and he thought that was the pre-show. It was his show. Yeah, he tried. Every yeah. show is his show. Yeah. I was thinking, um, uh, thank you all for tuning up. It's almost time. I guess, it, let us know when he's in the room. We've been talking about him like he's here. And some more, you wrong, you know, because he tried to correct me. Who? Some more. Some more. The comedian? Yeah, Seymour. Oh, Seymour. Yeah, she tried to correct me. About what? On the, um, the uh, life expectancy of a running back. Is what? 
she said it's three to four years. And what is it? It's like maybe depends on if you can, you know, your body. You know, the great ones lasted nine to 10, 11 years. No, but I think she's right. The average is about three to four years. Nah. So don't challenge Seymour. Why? Um, Why? I was thinking earlier, I keep saying this like three times, things that I miss. I was sitting up thinking about things that I miss. Like I miss drive-in movies, the theater. They still have them? They don't have them a lot. I miss in here. I miss hearing older people laugh when I walk in the house. You know, your grandparents, your parents. You know, just that 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 honest joy of of because they all worked so hard, and that was when they really let it out. I miss people being kind to one another. You know, oh, just doesn't seem as real now. When it was kind of more genuine. And, it's still real now. I mean, if you you can be kind to someone without you know expecting anything back. I mean, I think that's what people would do now. When they're kind to someone, you know, it's like, okay, I was kind to you. You got to return the favor now. So I think it kind of goes that way now. I John Tolsby always taught me, if you do something, mean it. And I've always looked at, if I do something, I don't have expectations. Unless it's a, a woman I'm lending money to. <laughs> you got expectations? i <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, you're not. Because I made that delivery sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> those were the days. I miss those days, too. I miss giving women compliments. Why? Because without the blowback, you know, you still you still just, get blowback. Even you gotta, you, it's so, just you can't just. Are you taking from the the corporate side to the personal side? Like you know, well, no, I've taken a sexual harassment classes. I, I mean, I, good I, more. I think it has a lot to do with context, or if women feel like you're coming on to them sexually. It, it I don't think. It's complimenting them that's the problem. So is good morning, you look Beautiful. sexy today. Oh, sexy, oh, yeah. On, you put the word sexy in it. Yeah, sexy. Who would say that at work? Good morning, you look sexy today. Are you <laughs> yeah, at a that's nightclub? Not quite that is, appropriate. That's harassment. Good morning, you look nice today, maybe. Yeah. Good mo- just good morning, how are you? <laughs> yeah, good morning. You look sexy. Keep it you would safe. actually say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, but Jeff. Can we talk no. to you? No, but it's the way I said it, though. No, no matter how you said it. Yeah, okay. If you got I the word got, sexy, but in I it. never was reported though. So, do you think today's society is oversensitive about? Very. Yes, very. But it's and also, it's from the younger. It's also overly ignorant that someone would say, "Good morning, you look sexy today." Well, that's your that's point like of 1965. View. Okay, I'm born in 1962. That's just I'm born in 1962. Good morning, you look There's sexy today. It's still some old standards that you I might still as well apply. finish the state sentence. Good morning, you look sexy today, and I got a big jaw. <laughs> I mean, no, that's pushing it. That's crossing the line. No, but sexy is crossing the line. You look, you look. I like you, and you have to be specific. You know, I like that red sweater. But I always go to. Uh, what if it's a tight fitting sweater and they have big boobs or something? She's going to take no, it I out. Do I that. like the way you wear that sweater. I, I stick with shoes. <laughs> and I always follow up with that, you know, the person I'm dating, she would like the shoes. Okay, now you say that now. Okay, you so. Had, you had an issue. Our, our guest is in the uh, Zoom room. Oh, the guy that said he was going to be there early? So he didn't even hear all the compliments that we said. He heard them. No, he didn't. No, his I, assistant. I, I don't that, even know if he has an assistant. Uh, but let's let's intro him. What we were saying earlier for those, we were talking about how this. If you missed it, what we were talking about was how Jeff got to open up for him, and and I I hate it and told Chris not to let Jeff open up for him because he's going to mess up. And then I told you, really you not to wear. That. Yes, because I I didn't want you to mess his show up. 
or me up. I was like, because I know sometimes you go too long and you too nasty, and but he don't care. But what is uh, what is nasty? I'm just being up front with you. Are, you. I'm just being up front with say, you of what I said until somebody get it back to you. But that's what I said. Then you're right. I did say don't wear a sweatshirt because it's Chris Spencer. I always knew you was a hater, but I'm not a hater. I was just being. I was just. He didn't tell you, so it didn't get out. I told you. All right, this gentleman is a. Never it's funny. He's flourish. in Wikipedia. If you put his name in, Wikipedia comes up. Mine does too. No, not like his. Yours. You don't have no femology and all that <laughs> on yours. Uh, but it says he's an, a, a wow. Jamaican American, born in Los Angeles. I thought yeah. that was interesting. He's Jamaican American. He graduated from UCLA, which you can tell he's smart. He co-created a Real Husbands of Hollywood yeah. that stars Kevin Hart, and um, he's an okay basketball player. Yeah, he can hoop. He got a jumper. It's, it's, wow. it's, now this is interesting. His credits began in the '90s, but unlike us. He's, his credit still continues yeah. <laughs> into the 2021-22. When I first met him 30-something years ago, he was torn with Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, yeah. Well, he's, I mean, he yeah. was, I mean, he was the first yeah. one of us to yeah. host a talk show. Yeah. He's a writer, actor, producer, comedian. He just directed his first film. And, um. That I so tried to work on, but. Everybody yeah. tried to work on it. He even did a thing where he does this Chris Two Cents where he's like, why are all y'all asking me to be in this film? And then I got upset because I did ask him. To be in the film? Yeah, but I, I, I just want to play a mailman. But, See, it was, I didn't want to be in the but then when I saw all the people there, I was like, come on. I wanted to work on it. He put that. Buddy Lewis in there. Yeah, I mean, Buddy Lewis, I think. All right, please welcome to the show, uh, Chris Spencer. So happy he's there. I want to work with you. Oh, my God. I am screaming. Y'all should have been did this. What? <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> oh, you guys are perfect. Please forgive me for driving. I got stuck on the other side of the hill, and I wanted to be, you know, sitting somewhere proper so I could do this proper so. I'm jumping Laurel Canyon, so I hope I'm not going in and out. No, I like you, I'm frozen on this one. No, page. it's kind of like uh, Al that's Sharpton who, does that, right? He, well, no, that's who he is. He's it's kind of like my Christmas two cents. I usually yeah. do it with driving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you do that when you're driving? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I didn't know people, that. And people get mad at me too. Wow. What? When do you do you actually care when people get mad at you? Yeah, I'm, I, I want to get to the point where I don't care. Like, okay. people will be mad at me, like, and don't talk to me, and I'd be like, what, what can I do? Like, I've had people who've owed me money, <laughs> and yeah. I've loaned them more money so they could talk to me. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, don't, I, 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 I don't know, you know, Superman feels for others, that's how I am. I feel for others. Well, now, do you go through your, when you loan money, do you go through your wife, or do you have a stash for... That you don't have to ask your wife. Uh, uh, first of all, I don't have to ask for anything. I can tell her in the form of a question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm about to give him some money. Is that okay? Okay. Uh, no, we, we're not like that. Like uh, we, if we're sharing, then it's not like uh, she spends so much money. There's nothing she can say to me ever about spending. Right. Like if you see us out. I have on some some Jordan ones that cost about one eighty, and she got on something that I can't even pronounce. Right. That costs seven eight hundred dollars. Now, did you know this going in that that you would because your kids are in private school? Did you know you were going to have to maintain that yeah. lifestyle? I uh, yeah, kind of. You know what I mean? Um, I know I was in trouble when they were younger. And she's like, listen, private schools are expensive. We should move to Calabasas. I was like, oh, that's tough. And then I was like, yep, you know what? We're going to move to Calabasas. And okay. then I came home and there was private school brochures on the table. 
I said, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You think I'm going to move to Calabasas and still pay private school? No, 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 no. It's one other. That ain't going to happen. Oh. So that's just, it's just in her blood. She was raised like that. Now, what I mean? um, what I here's a question I had made a note of, because your son is a junior. Did did you initiate that? Was that did you get have to get that okayed? How did that come about? In, initiate him becoming no, a saying that your wife. I'm going to name him Junior. I'm going to name him after me. Oh, got you. Yeah, we had a couple of different names, and when I saw him, uh. I was like, I think this is the name I want to go with. And she was so tired. She's like, yeah, nigga, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I could have I could have named him Mussolini. He should have been like, perfect, perfect. Just get away from me. Wow. <laughs> right now, did you Too much do you, you feel okay with that now? Because I named my son Lewis Jr. And I feel like, ah, because I was going to name him Chris. Really? Yeah, I was going to name really? him Chris. Really? I was going to name my son Lewis. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, we were now is he Chris him. Spencer Jr.? Yes. Oh, okay. Not really. Oh, he's not? He is, but not really. Like, he, we have different middle names. Oh, okay. Because I didn't want to give anybody my middle name. I have the worst middle name ever. What's, What's your, your middle name? It sounds cool now that I'm older when girls say it. What's my name is Christopher St. Aubin Spencer. St. Aubin. Oh, yeah, that's like, give me your lunch money middle name. That's like... Exactly. That's like, yeah, give me your money. No, that's... I, I initiate... I initiate giving the bully money. Like, hey, man, you almost forgot about me here. Now you you they said earlier I said they said a Jamaican American. What does that mean? Yes. That means my parents are Jamaican, mm -hmm. born in Jamaica, but they had me here. So I used to be actually ashamed to say the word Jamaican because it wasn't cool in the 80s, right? Or the 70s. It wasn't cool till Bob Marley died and Shaba and all that stuff started to happen. So <laughs> I was embarrassed. And so I finally started saying I was Jamaican. And one time we were in the shoe store and it was a Rasta dude in there. And uh, my friends were like, hey, Mr. Rasta, this dude Jamaican, he don't want to act like he's Jamaican. I was like, I ain't no damn Jamaican. <laughs> and the Rasta dude was like, where your mother born? Huh. I was like, Jamaica? He's like, where your father born? I was like, Jamaica? He said, we'll have two goats, have a kid in a pigsty. Where I'm from? I was like, shit, I guess I'm Jamaican. <laughs> okay. Now so you embrace it now more. Yes, absolutely. Has it has it done anything for you, for lack of a better phrase? I mean, have you do you received are you receiving anywhere differently? Uh, I mean, you know, not really. No. Are you on I'm still Are you the only child? I'm sorry. No, I have a sister. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, and she's uh, older or younger? I have another little brother that my dad had her, and then I have a stepsister uh, that is my father's, father's daughter for her. Okay. We didn't hear any of that. Oh, so I have a stepsister and a, a, another little brother that my father had later. Okay. okay. Got you. Got you. Now, you, you are, your mom is like, it for you. She she breathes and walks. You're 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 yeah. you are over the hill as you should be. Um, what makes your mom so special? She's her honesty, mm -hmm. uh, her humor, her affection, the way she cares for things and the people that she loves. Like it's just she's like an older female me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because we were talking about how 
earlier before you got on about just how everyone likes you and how mm-hmm. was that something when did you realize how many people liked you in Hollywood? Here's what's funny. Like I, I assume that every you know, I, I I'm just a nice guy, you know what I mean? I mean, I've done clubs, so many comedy clubs, and I put so many young comedians on, so the younger generation likes me. And then there's a guy, the guys I came up with that have blown up and I helped them work. So they like I've always just been a generous and a nice guy. Like I've I've never felt the need to be not nice. And I never realized I crossed over into uh outside of our circles neil brennan called me i don't know if you guys know neil brennan who yeah. created the, uh, the Dave Chappelle show. show yeah he goes you know after bob saget passed away and everybody was sad he was like <laughs> he called me said you know what i think you're the only other person people would be this sad about <laughs> if you die true yeah true i true. was like damn true that's a good thing i yeah, mean yeah, yeah that's true i mean yeah you have a lot of memorials yeah a lot of tribute. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You would have a. Uh, it, it's um. They'll, be, it's, they'll say you was funny. It was like you were a good guy. Now you, I want to ask you a couple of things. I don't like how you don't really. There's no conviction in your voice. You said, Jeff. By the way. No, they will. I mean, I would get like. Don't make me never don't, funny. Don't make me tell your ex girlfriends where you, you you do your cleaning. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the thing I told him too. I said whenever he said he saw you out. I said whenever Chris sees you, he will text you and let you know that he just saw you or yeah. call you. Yes. And then when you call, you'll say, let me go. I got to go. I'll call you back. But no, the only time I see him when he calls, I'm like, okay, this must be, I must be working with him again. And he's like, hey. No, that was I, one call. I know. Was, but, I mean, you didn't <laughs> one call. Yeah, actually, let me, I need to apologize. I was actually calling David Arnold in some kind of way there was a mix up <laughs> in my phone. I got that a lot too. I get that a lot too. <laughs> no. But no, people I, used to call all, me about his, cla- his comedy class. Who David Arnold? Lewis yeah. is saying you're dirty. I don't. I don't recall you being dirty on stage. No, he just. Lewis is, he just. Lewis wants me to. You know, he tried to mold me into him way back into. You know, when I first started, he was like, you know, right. he wasn't like, yo, nah, we nah. cool and all that. He like, you shouldn't say this. You shouldn't say. I that. I was just trying to mold him into funny. I wasn't trying to mold him into. <laughs> <laughs> That's where people Listen, get. Listen, I mistake. remember. I told you. I told you the time my mom came to my show. I still have the notes. And I cussed too much. And she goes, I just don't understand the need for you to cuss so much. You need to be more like Sinbad and Lewis Dix. Wow. And, and look really? at look at how that turned out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, were you really, yeah. when you did, tell us about the film that you directed. Incredible situation. How did that come um, about? So uh, my partner and I, Eric Daniel, wrote a movie, uh, which was basically... Uh, Magic Mike meets the full Monty. It's about these five exotic dancers, male dancers, strippers, whatever. Tigers. Uh, men mm-hmm. who, is that the proper word? Yeah, she said, uh, Poetus, our, our producer said. Tigers. Tigers, is that what po- How dare Poetus be in the background and not speak? <laughs> hey, Chris. What's up, Poetus? I know you you smoking or something. That's why you didn't say hi. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, uh, exactly. so the, the tigers, and so no, tigers was an back. old uh, black strip club in LA that was yeah, out here in Washington. That's why I threw it in. Oh yeah, yeah, that's where stripper. Jeff came before he started doing stand up. <laughs> so these guys get back together, 
Jeff does have stripper energy, don't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he said, yo, in college when shit got a little bad, I would every now and then, you know, and you'd be like, you know what? I felt it. Right. <laughs> so, because he's tall and he's handsome and, he, you know, he got them glasses with art prescriptions. So you can tell he's pretending to be something else. No, they are prescription. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. it's, called, it's called a joke, Jeff. It's I a know. joke, Jeff. I know. <laughs> um, by so, the way, audience, Jeff has an incredible fucking jump shot, by the way. Okay. Back to I don't know why this a, You know what's so funny? That's so why is that so important to us as men? Like <laughs> that you can play sports. Like Jamie Foxx, still to this day. He'll say somebody, I go, you know he you know he played running back at uh it'll be a small school uh at Appalachian State. He'd be like, you did? <laughs> that's so important to us anyway these guys get back together to save this hotel and the actual club that basically put them on and it stars J.B. Smoove Gary Owen, Faison, Bill Bellamy Wesley Snipes Tiffany Haddish uh, Kevin Hart does a cameo and some young stars Spence Moore, Ryan Alexander Reagan Harris It's Buddy Lewis is in it he played the role of Lewis Dix, and <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Buddy actually threatened me. Like, I, 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 there was a point where I couldn't get Buddy in the movie. He says, oh, I'm going to be in your first movie. <laughs> I said, I, I said, I said, what if I can't? He said, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> I was like, damn. Oh, my God. So for those of you guys who don't know our history, Buddy and I met doing this play called Greased, Fried, and Laid to the Side, written by a young lady named Loretta Shelby. We did it at oh, Marlowe's really? Memory Lane and uh, okay. somewhere else. And anyway, we made a pact then. Like, whoever makes it first is going to help the other. Okay. And I've been carrying this nigga for 30 years. Okay. Wow. Fair enough. We were trying to figure that out. Yep. So did, were those just phone calls you made, or how did you get that much talent? That phone calls. Phone calls. Phone calls. Phone calls. And they yeah, only I mean, take one one ask? Just one? Hey, will you do this? And they said, one yeah. Ask. But listen, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it was, uh, scheduling was, uh, was a problem for a lot of people. So we had to, you know, move things around. But right. Because everybody, you know, in our cast were, you know, are very much working stand-up comedians. So not only from the TV and film stuff they're doing, but they were having to give up money to do, you know, to do for this independent film money. And, you know, that that hurts. Now, and I, I really can... put me on his pocket because he was one of the first people. No, we missed that part. You so said, lost... What did you say about Gary Owens? Gary Owens was one of the first people we hired. And we had to move a date. And so that really messed him up because that was like a whole month of road work for him. And so to this day, I, I feel, I don't feel guilty, but I felt for him losing all that money. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, now, interesting that there must be so much funny footage that's on, that you have just off when you know. Oh my shows. God. Yeah, it oh could be God. a film itself. It's, it's ridiculous. Is it? Just so ridiculous. And you got to remember, there was a script that was pretty funny. And then I have all of these guys who are incredible improvisational artists. Right. Faison can make a face and we'd have to say cut because everybody's on the room, on the floor, crying. Wow. You know what I mean? Now, so, was it a, was it, was it 
a pleasure producing it with your wife? No. Just kidding. Um, that was all for comedy. It was incredible. She <laughs> saved the movie. In what way? Because you see how relentless she is. She wouldn't let them take any shortcuts. Uh, like, there was a time when we didn't have enough wardrobe, and she just said, F it. And she ran to Dick Sporting Goods and spent, I told you she likes to spend, right. even on other people, all this money on wardrobe. She was fighting with producers to make cast. Uh, deals were done properly. I mean, she saved this movie. And because she, she has a background in casting, right? Yes. That's yeah, she cast yeah. the movie, actually. Oh, okay, oh so there, there were. Besides uh, the phone good. calls, besides the phone calls, people actually read for some of these parts and Damn, uh, they read through her. So I wanted to ask you, um, uh, what what makes you happy? Because I know you 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 do so much, and and but you still make time with your family. Is that is that what you know? Is that your nothing base? makes me happier than what's about to happen right now? Please pray for me. Pray for me. Yes, nothing makes me happier than pulling into the driveway, and nobody's here. Hilarious. Exactly. Hilarious. And and what's beautiful AJ, is. Do you remember Do you remember AJ Jamal's joke about that? No. I'm sorry to interrupt, Lewis. I'm just so excited to talk to you guys. AJ Jamal says, men love coming home and nobody's home, right? He said one time, he said, sometimes I'll just pull up and sit in my driveway and, and wait for everybody to go to sleep. He said, <laughs> one night I did this, the police pulled up. Woo! He's like, oh, sorry. I'll Wait, we missed, we lost that. We can't hear you. Hello? We lost that. He pulls right up to his house and then we lose him. Back sorry. Okay, I'm all right. Sorry. Okay, go back. Uh, woo, sorry. woo. You were at the woo, woo. Officer pulls up. Woo, 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 woo. Officers pull up. They go, um, excuse me, sir. He goes, listen, uh, officer, I'm not being a stalker or anything. I, I actually live here. And the officer goes, oh, you're married with kids? And he goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, me too. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm not even a cop. I just don't want to go home. <laughs> AJ Jamal was very, yes. very funny and dark. He was very, very funny. Underrated. Underrated. Very much so. Hey, um, I, I want to ask you a couple things. Um, I read in the credit, it said in, in on an in love in living color show, you played yourself. What was that about? How did what is that? How did you it said you I played, played myself? Yeah, it said himself. It said the credit you said spelled it wrong. Probably because I just meant I didn't have a name. <laughs> the part wasn't big enough to give me a name. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Chris, I wanted to ask, um, how were you able to parlay your stand-up career to television and now movies? Don't be asking me no generic questions. <laughs> you know the answer to that. That's No, I don't. Ask me some specific. No, poetic. I'm saying I'm saying for you know the, me for real. For this, Hello? I know, but uh, for the aspiring comedians out there that, right, you know, want to know how need, to do I it. I need right. them to all give up. <laughs> I need them to all give up <laughs> as soon as possible. Uh, as soon as possible, so we can get back to working. Yeah. All Is, you internet dudes who ain't really focused, like go 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 back to school. Is it any subject you won't touch? Yeah. Yeah, like, I was, it's so funny you said that. God, Lewis, she must be reading my brain. Hold on, I'm walking in the house. Hold on, two seconds. Okay. That's the one I'm... Make sure nobody's home. That'd be funny. We're not live, right? 
Yeah, we yeah, are. we're live. It'd be funny if AJ Jamal, AJ Jamal oh, was in cool, your house. <laughs> uh, hold on, my dog is chasing me. Okay, hold on. Let me go somewhere and sit. Stay. Where's Vanessa? Her boyfriend. She had her boyfriend. I forgot. Oh, okay. Oh, hilarious. Hey, Friday. Okay. I'm still here. Okay. Um. Any, what was, what was any, the specific question? Any Poetis? subject that you? Oh, okay, Poetis. Go ahead, Poetis. Oh no, it was your. It was on you, Lewis. But um, I, I did want to um, tag on to that question that I had was: Are there any um, new comedians that you like, um, whether that's um, internet or otherwise? Are there any up and coming inter- um, comedians that you see are going to be the next big? comedic star uh jeff arnold hilarious (laughs) thank you for that endorsement i appreciate it now we're gonna have to hear that he's so fucking funny and he don't know it that's what makes me mad yeah i didn't think he was funny for a long time but i went and and saw him live and i see he's absolutely hysterical but he don't really know it yet you know you know what i mean well, okay, well. I think he's starting to know now that he's 63. <laughs> <laughs> better, better late than never, shit. Better late than never. Hey, Rodney Whitfield. Um, hey, but, but the list is getting shorter. Yeah, you're moving up. But hey, so what subject won't you touch? So I'm watching, I was watching Louis C.K. last night. Mm-hmm. And there's just some things that the white guys talk about that was just, we ain't talking about, like, a lot of stuff about pedophilia. Like, a lot of these comedians now, these white guys, like, that's some, that's funny to them. Yeah. Like, they all had pedophile jokes. Tom Segura, he had a joke about, he was in a shower with his son, right? Mm-hmm. And his son was like, Daddy, your penis is big. And Tom said, well, that's because it's hard. We, as a what? culture, yeah. don't do those kind of jokes. No, 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 no. It's funny to hear him say it, but come on. Yeah. If my mom ever heard me say that. Yeah. yeah. Like, but black audience would look at yeah, you yeah, like, yeah, wow. Yeah, your, your yeah. cousins yeah. and everybody yeah. would yeah. like, yo, yeah. yo, Chris. Yeah, they would be, yeah, they would, they child protective <laughs> services be at your house. Right. But yeah. It was funny to hear him do a joke like that. Joe Rogan do a joke like that. Like, they they go in worlds that we just don't tap into and we, we and care not to. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what some of the I wanted to, some of the things that what, what gadget can you not live without? That's modern Go- day good. Golf clubs. Okay. Okay. So you you how long have you, you been, been golfing? How long have you been golfing? So most golfers my age, black, we all started in '97 when Tiger got his jacket. Got you. I started before then though. Got you. Got you. Um, I said, my, I said, golfers my age. You around my age? No, he's not. Um, around. Yeah, around. Hey, what? A couple of things we would tell you. You had a dad in your life. I didn't introduce him to golf. Oh, okay. There you go. That's true. We had a. We have a couple um, things that we uh, ask about things you do well and things you don't do well. Can you spell? Very well. All right. What about cooking? Very, very cook? well. W i l l. <laughs> can you cook? I can cook, but I don't cook. Does that make sense? Well, correction, you spell well wrong. That was a joke, Jeff. What's wrong with you? He's he's just. Well, I'm just going reflection on what you know. If I spelled it wrong, Lewis would you know correct me. So. But I knew it was a joke. He it, said, it was a joke. You didn't hear the setup. I, 
Lord have mercy. He's so sensitive. Can you play an instrument? No. Um, can you climb a tree? Yeah, you're from Jamaica. You should be able to climb a tree. Barefoot, yes. <laughs> swim? Can you swim? Very well. Um, okay, Poets has really? to ask this go. question. I swear, Lewis asked every guy on the show. We now only have guys me, on the show. But why Why this question? I don't know. Yeah, he said, yeah. Lewis wants to know if you're a good kisser. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to know. I mean, you do, do want to know. You wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to say no? I mean. Ah, yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> Who's going to say that? <laughs> Someday. Well, you stop asking. And it, my thing is, it's for the other person to judge if you're a good kisser or not. Exactly. Oh, okay. All right. Are yeah, you... so scratch that off your list. I know. I'm going to keep asking because right. y'all don't like it. Are you scared of heights? Nope. Uh, do you play bidwiz? No. I'm not that old yet. Oh, hilarious. Dominoes. Dominoes? Yes. Spades? Yes. Okay. What? What? Uh, are, how do you do with scary movies? You like them? You don't like them? I like them, but I don't understand the attraction. Like when something comes out, I gotta go. Oh my god, I gotta go see the next. Like I don't. I don't I'm not like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which I'm Which uh, streaming show do you binge watch? Here we go. This is my favorite topic. So, um, I am a serial. What's it called? Uh, I watch all the shows. The show you guys got to watch in order, you got to go watch the show called Fauda, F-A-U-D-A. It's like Israeli homeland. It's incredible. Fauda. Which Fauda. platform is it on? It's on Netflix. Okay, I'm going to look that up. Then I just finished watching Warrior, mm -hmm. which is on um, B HBO Max. Okay. Um, which is about um, the migration of the Chinese into San Francisco in the 1800s oh, and wow. the drama and racism and uh, everything you can imagine dealing with the Irish and white folks at that time. Wow, it sounds okay. good. It's, yeah. it's incredible. You got to watch Dope Sick with Michael Keaton. Mm -hmm. You got to watch Gamora, uh, which is like, we always hear about Italy. Right. Hold on a second. The phone is about to go to the car again. Y'all hear me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We about to go oh, play and golf because I noticed you have huh? some green pants. Yes. <laughs> I'm about to go play golf. All right. I got a call. Um, there's a course called Lakeside Country Club, which is like the mo one of the most prestigious, prestigious, prestigious clubs in the country. And um, hopefully the people I was supposed to have a meeting with aren't listening to this because I canceled two meetings to go play Lakeside. <laughs> Hilarious. Dang, uh, he, he drove uh, to his house, changed his clothes, and he's back in the car. That's a the great life. I wanted to ask you the last question before we let you go. What is something you wish you had experienced or wish you had not experienced in your life? Um, I just told my son about, we're talking about regrets. Mm -hmm. And Lewis, you know his game probably better than me about him passing up shots and giving the ball to people who don't pass him the ball and passing the ball to people who might miss the shot and having you're, you're, you're living in so much fear of making a mistake that last game you had the center bringing the ball up during the press because you don't want to get ripped. Mm -hmm. And so 
I said, son, you don't want to have these regrets. And I have regrets in my life. Although I would have never played a minute unless we were blowing them out. I regretted not walking on at UCLA. I would, I, all the walk-ons that made it, I used to, I used to drag them in the wooden center, uh, during intramurals and pickups. Um, I regret not ever playing football. Um, because we were on a freshman football team and then I was in Inglewood, and so it was peer pressure. One friend quit, another one quit, another one quit, and then I quit. And I am disgusted that I did that. Wow. Now, um, so you were walk on answer? at UCLA? No. Are you listening? I didn't walk on. I, I regret not walking on. Okay. Uh, well, I before we let you go, so but there's something that you'll be happy at the end of the season. So that's all I got to tell you. You'll be happy at the end of the season. Okay. Um, well, he better be. He's a senior. He'll be a senior. Yeah, he'll be. Um, he'll, he'll, it, it, I mean, I was glad the coach got to see him do that dunk. Oh, yesterday. that dunk was. But I, just, I mean, sick, right? it was sick dunk. And then was the thing it? was, somebody was under him, and he held on the rim, oh. spread his legs, and then the right. rest tried to tee him up. And everybody in the gym's right. like, no. And then the rest partner's like, no. That he got to tee Don't don't right. no tee. Okay. My man, the ref was so embarrassed because right. he wanted to tee him up. Not have right, you. but the, uh, yeah, somebody went underneath them. Yeah, and he looked down at him. That's what made it sweet. How right. tall is your son? Right, he's about six foot, six, but got hops, made mad hops. Where he get that from? Because you, like, you ever dunk? That's so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I don't remember you ever being able to touch the rim. I mean, seriously. Oh, that's another one. <laughs> and his daughter's way. Freshman on bar. So she's she's doing his. Yeah, yeah. So he's got he's got athletes. No, Chris had game. Lewis, um, you usually ask about um, what comedian is what in. in yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, that's a good yeah. one. For Someone now. in the chat room said Chris Spencer is the Reggie Miller of comedy. Okay. What, what we do is we equate uh, comedians with their athletes. <laughs> Yeah, so they say you're Reggie Miller. They said I was uh, 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 A.C. Green. <laughs> Hilarious. So Joe said I was Cedric huh. Sabalas. Yeah. Uh, who do you Hilarious. see Kevin Hart as? Kevin is Steph Curry. Okay. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Right? Steph Curry. Kevin. Dave Chappelle is Kyrie. No. Okay. Uh, okay, well, that's your opinion. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Who else? Who is Lewis? I'm, I'm, who would you see all, Lewis I'm, as? I'm, first of all, I'm magic. I can go with that. You give, only, only, only because I give out a lot of assists. Assist, yes. Right. Yeah, yes. I, yeah. Yes. I can see I, that. I help, I help a lot of people. I can see that. Buddy Lewis. Lewis Dix. Buddy Lewis is Tree Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Like, be, he be he be BSing, but every now and then he'll give you 40, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, Tree had 40. No, Buddy, to me, would be like right? a Daryl Dawkins, too. Yeah. No, Tree Rollins is it. Yeah. He ain't no Daryl Dawkins. Tree. Buddy yeah. ain't been on TV uh, enough. Louis Dix. Louis Dix. Huh. Yeah, you got to think about Let that one. think. <laughs> right. <laughs> AC Green, I like AC. Lewis is—I know the AC Green because he's so nice, but he's also dark on the inside. So <laughs> damn, I gotta figure out who that is. You know who it is? What I think? The old school. Dwight Howard. 
Dwight Howard. <laughs> For me, like Maurice Lucas. Every now and then, he might just bow you in the jaw. Yeah. And act like, what happened? I didn't know I hit you in the jaw. What? I didn't... Yeah. Come on, man. When I hit you in the jaw. What about Steve Harvey? Steve Harvey is Oscar Robinson. Mm. Okay. If Oscar Robinson didn't pass. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you know, he's one of our goats. Yeah. And so. Cedric. Who's the richest car? Who's Cedric? I will James go. Worthy? I will uh, go more like microwave, Vinnie Johnson. You, are we talking about personality or their act? Uh, kind of both. I'm kind of doing their act. How smooth Cedric is. You yeah. know what I mean? Cedric's, Cedric's almost like Iceman. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he, he is. Garvin. Yeah, he's Gervin. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Without trying, you just love him. Yeah. You ain't yeah. Nobody, you ain't, can I cuss on this? Yes. Network? Yeah. You ain't never heard nobody say, fuck Cedric. You know what I mean? True. <laughs> right. True. 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 Everybody well, loves Cedric. Yeah. Except the guy that. Uh, created a uh, neighborhood. He probably said, uh. "Hilarious." <laughs> he's gone. Hey, Chris, enjoy your golf game, and thank you so much for taking the time, man. Much love, much Come respect. Come on, man. Yes, appreciate. Love y'all. Bye, Paulus. All right, Bye, Chris. See you, you see you tonight, and you can text me who you think I West was. Side for life. All, All right. right, peace. Oh, let's do you, Terry Teagle. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Macon. <laughs> George Lynch. <laughs> oh God! All right. It was in the no, league for a minute. All, those are all. Those are all committing. You're probably Dale Ellis. <laughs> You're deadly. It's like don't leave him open. All there right. you go. I take that. Yeah, yeah, that's who you are, Jeff. Jeff is. Jeff ain't gonna create his own shot. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, man. Be careful. If, 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 one love, y'all. All right, all right peace. Uh, it was Chris Spencer. What a great, funny. That's how an interview should be. He's actually the best interview we've had. As opposed to, I'm saying Garrett Morris was Garrett Morris. Right. But I'm saying as far as, because my muse is like, we need more comedy and poets like more comedy. So I think he gave us he that. He gave us that too, yeah. He gave us the laughs. It was a lot of laughs and it was just. The guy gave us that too. Oh, I didn't, I wasn't there. Was he okay? Yeah, guy was great. Yeah, guy, guy, yeah. guy, guy, yeah. I think this would be a good time to run my uh, commercial. What? <laughs> yes. Go ahead. What? How is she just going to... So what did y'all do while I was gone? So all of a sudden now she's got a commercial? We had yeah. a great Hosting a podcast? Yeah. Let us show you how to host, market, and monetize your podcast like a pro. Sign up for our next podcast class on February 12th, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Register today and get $50 off. For more info, visit our website at morrismediastudios.com. Or click the link below. Get your podcast started today. <laughs> That's great. Why can't yeah. you do a commercial like that for our show? <laughs> I will. That's yeah, a good commercial. It is. Oh, thank you. That was good. It felt like I could learn stuff and get fifty dollars off. Hey man, yeah. <laughs> With the quickness. Wow. Thanks, Can you guys. play that again? How many classes? <laughs> yeah, is that? sure. Right, let's hear that again. That's Actually, good. it's like um, ninety minutes, and um, it's pretty <clears throat> thorough. But here we go. Let's. 
Give it a go. Thinking about hosting a podcast? Let us show you how to host, market, and monetize your podcast like a pro. Sign up for our next podcast class on February 12th, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Register today and get $50 off. For more info, visit our website at morrismediastudios.com or click the link below. Get your podcast started today. That was really, that's, well, she knows was, what she's doing, so that's, yeah. who's the girl? Uh, just the picture I found on the internet. Yeah, because she doesn't look good. I'm just kidding. No, you're not. You're serious. I'm just kidding. You're serious. You're serious. No, you make statements like that, you're serious. No, I didn't mean it like that. That's discrimination. That's harassment. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, you did. I didn't mean it. But it came out like that. You know what's funny on my little rundown? I have Tony Rock's thing. He's not even here. That's so funny. I copied the wrong thing. But I'm Lewis Dix. And Jeff Arnold. What's the name of the show? In a Man's World. Uh, in a man's world. When is Tony Rock coming? I have to call him back. Oh, okay. He calls me OG. He calls me OG. Uh, and I, so Do you I'm not okay. like, like that? I'm okay with it. I am an OG. You know, I'm an OG. Um, Everybody calls me Lady Boss. They call what? Boss. What's up, Boss? You? Boss. Well, you going to like, like a T-Mobile, a store? And they like call that. you Boss? Yeah, they, what's up, Boss? What's up, boss? Hey, boss, can I help you? What's I get up? a lot of sir. How you doing, sir? Well, yeah, you look, yeah. <laughs> what you look like. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's time for my uh, poetess report, but so I It's like time for my... everything for you. Just say, <laughs> just say it's poetess time. It is. Let okay. me just get my little few minutes. We had this thing going on, see? It's, it was just like, it's yeah. Like, it's my, uh, my, my commercial. It's time Don't you have to go to the bathroom again? Uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you got some yeah. blockage to get rid of? Let's go. At that time. <laughs> Okay, guys. Um, Jay Z. Oh wait, wait, wait! It's no. I I can't find the intro. I can't find the intro. Well, you know what? Well, before you do that, play your uh, commercial again as the intro. (laughs) You like that voice, don't you? I do. Thinking about hosting a podcast? (laughs) Let us show you how. You know, I'll play it. So anybody in the chat room, sign up for my podcast for our next podcast class on February twelfth. 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Register today and get $50 off. For more info, visit our website at morrismediastudios.com or click the link below. Get your podcast started today. Did you hear that, Aaron Gladman? You and your boys need to sign up. Is Aaron still mad at you? I don't know. I I sent him a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I like Aaron Gladman. He just got all sensitive. Because I told him to stop with the girl memes. With us dressed like women, because it's a man show. He wouldn't do that to himself. Oh, okay. So, you know, but I listened to his, it was brutal, but I listened to his boys try to do us. Oh. oh was How many of them? I mean, I don't know about four of them. He gave them names like they were really talented. <laughs> it was pretty like, come on. Okay, I found my intro. Okay. No, I respect Aaron. Listen to that. All right. So um, Jay-Z, Mick, uh, Meek Mill, and Killer Mike, amongst others, are um, trying to prevent a law in New York that would allow rap lyrics to be used as evidence in a criminal trial. But you mean, so if the 
from a rapper, if a rapper committed the crime. You know how rappers, they say all this stuff in their rap songs. Right. And so if they end up going to court, um, some some cases they've used rappers' lyrics against them as evidence against their crime. Oh, okay. Okay, but that particular rapper, it would be his lyrics, not another person. Right, it would be his lyrics. Um, the less, uh, They're trying to push through some legislation titled um, Rap Music on Trial. Um, it was first proposed in November by state senators Brad Hoyleman and Jamal Bailey um, to prevent prosecutors from reciting lyrics um, except in the cases of clear and convincing proof. So, wow. Wow. Um, they said the right uh, to free speech is enshrined in our federal and state constitution. So, do you guys think this is a uh, constitutional? Yeah. Um, uh, are they just do you spe- think it's uh, fair? Specifically Should, going well, after rappers? My thing is, rappers need not to do that, <laughs> first of all. A lot of times they're posting incriminating evidence on Instagram, social media, like money and guns and drugs. That's, so that's the environment that they grow up in. So they just that's the product of where we live. So we showing you know as they say in the streets, we just you know for our fan base we keeping it real. Well, there's a lot of realness that doesn't include guns. And not sex, in they, but, and, but not no, in their no, world. Yeah, now. in their world too. No, it's not. It's where they're uh, looking. Yeah, I, have you been in their world? I, I've yes. You're not in their world. Okay. You're not okay. in their daily life. So you're trying life. to tell me when they were in third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade in their world, they didn't go to school and they didn't see. They saw sex Some of and all them that did. stuff at school. Yes. No. How you know? Not all the time. Not every minute. Why not? Why is a better question. Why? I don't think so. I think people. Yeah, you can we gravitate to what you... We just have a history of you idolizing the neighborhood Right, kingpin. glorifying it. Yes. And that's what they grow up in. When you see your mama bringing different men in and all of that, when you hear your, your relatives curse, when you see your older brother hustling, you see weed and all that, you walking in okay. on a little girl. I got you. Know? you. I agree. Okay, so they, that, let me ask you a question. But you're trying to tell me that they also don't see... Somebody going to school, somebody working every day, somebody uh, father walking their daughter, somebody uh, washing their car, somebody doing all the negative things or so-called hood things. You see them. I am sure that they also see those other things. That's my point. Okay. So you can see what you see, but hopefully you get enough love to where you say I'm going to. And it's both of them are difficult. It's hard being good. It's hard doing the right thing. I think it's one thing to express what's going on in your environment and another to kind of glorify it. Yes. Right. And that's where they at. They glorifying it. But they can glorify. I mean, there are a lot of, I mean, they're, I mean, most deaf and all of them glorified. I mean, the rappers but, people glorified. But they're looking at the glorification of what's going what's to put food on my table. No. Me talking about. This and me talking about walking down the street being a happy ass person washing a car that ain't gonna bring. If you got know, if you got bars, it can. No, that ain't gonna bring no money in because that's what I not. No, pe- it's not gonna bring. Well, sometimes. It, what, well, have you well, heard any rap records like well, that? Well, well, yes. To your point, Jeff, a lot of that doesn't get the marketing machine behind it. Exactly. It's out there, but it doesn't get the marketing machine that the music that 
is that. Because right. they'd rather us drink that image. Exactly. And we, we as, as a group, keep pushing it as opposed to, it's just like, I mean, I, okay, I have to kind of agree with Monique when she was saying, because someone, I was listening to her talk about, and they were like, well, Monique, some girls got to get to the, get the, got, you know, got to wear the bonnet because they can't to get the to the airport. airport and all that yeah. stuff. And she was like, well, back in the day, we had stuff to do too, but we had time to, 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 to yes. iron our stuff, press it, present yourself a certain way. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. But everybody's I, um, in a hurry now. I don't know. It's just yeah, hard. Yeah, I think that's maybe this generation. It's just generation. Because when I go, I don't know if this is a Vallejo, California thing, but every time I go to Vallejo, I see people in their pajamas all the time out in public. 7-Eleven, uh, Walmart. But I, at, the, at the bar that I have, I see young women all constantly every night. They come to the club and they house slippers. They look nasty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard you say that in a while, Lewis. They do. Okay. They, do. they come in their house slippers and then they get offended when you tell them you can't come in. Yeah, that, and they're like, why? Why would you want to wear shoes that you for because your house they take, out in the? They street? said because I'm comfortable. Well, because we don't have enough images. There's we don't have cute enough people. shoes that are comfortable. Yeah, we don't have wear. enough people on the upside telling them because I if I believe if more of us adults push the narrative of good, good, good. Hey, have you done your homework? Good morning, whatever. It will pay off. And there, and let's don't get me wrong. I believe there are a lot more kids doing the right thing, young no, people, are. than right. they are doing the wrong thing. Right. I tro and but we ne we don't highlight. We don't highlight enough. that. Right. Yeah. There are right. a lot more kids doing the right thing. Right. Who get up every day, work hard, respect their parents, respect themselves, go to school. Yes. And it's a lot. Of, and it's it's some young girls that are nasty, and they just nasty. And it's a lot some of nasty boys, boys too. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and then it's a lot of nasty men. A lot of nasty women. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Um, What's your next? Um, Sheena commented in the chat room and said, "Who's to say that what they're rapping about is actually true? Like, exactly. how can they prove? Like, that's one reason why they shouldn't be able to use, use that. that. Yeah, is and that the producer, Sheena? She, yeah, Sheena. Why is she not? She on made site? a big pot of chili, and I'm gonna get on you guys a few weeks ago, and you guys didn't even bother taking well, any. She I did, okay. it for you guys. Now, see, that was oh, the I one thing. We did not know no. yeah. that, because I talked about it. I even told Code 3, I was like, man, I really wanted to get some of that chili, and it I was obvious that I was it. I was on my way to being blocked up. So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't we, even know anything I, we about We offered it. you guys. But you know what? But You were like, oh, no, we're cool. We, we, we honestly did not think. Tell her we apologize, but next time, could she say, I made Sheena it for you guys. Sheena makes the best chili I've ever tasted. No, because I thought about life. it because I love chili. It's white chili and black rice. It is so delicious. Well, tell her we love to have some, and we apologize because we did not. We thought it was just something you guys were eating. We did not know no, she made she it for made us. A big pot it's for not like what, the way she, she presented the waffles she, and chicken. She does when she cooks. She cooks for everybody that's here. Well, then she needs to make she that for now. Like well, that. she didn't have she didn't have a, a towel on her head and stuff. She didn't look like she was cooking for us. What? With slippers. You she know did. what, Louis? She didn't have an apron on. She, she, she didn't have no little. She didn't have no little tooth thing in her mouth. Don't have Sheena come up here and whoop your <laughs> okay, ass. Okay, so the next item is. She wasn't is, singing no spirituals. <laughs> no, ain't that a bitch? <laughs> I ain't seen no she pots gonna, and pans I'm in this. Cooking she, for my man. She gonna get you, Louis. She is gonna. get you. Okay, so a jury of 18 people who appear mostly white was picked for uh, the federal trial of the three Minneapolis police officers charged in the George 
Floyd, uh, George Floyd's killing. Right. So they're really trying to figure out if that whole situation violated George uh, Floyd's civil rights. What do you think is going to be the outcome of this? You said 18 trial? white people? No, actually, there's one um, person with Asian descent among the 12 jurors who would deliberate if no alternates are needed. And a second person of Asian descent among the, amongst the uh, six alternates. And the rest are white? Um, let's see. I here. think they're going to be. No, they do have someone who is, uh, they said, Thou, Thou, I guess is his. Well, I think some Asian American. I can't, I've never seen this word, but Lane, who is white, and Keong, who is black, are yeah. broadly charged. Oh, these are the officers that right. are, are um, going to be charged uh, in the Floyd. Yeah, I think they. Okay, so, but what if I never. Now, I know my man who had his knee on him got convicted. Right. What about those other cops? Did they have their they, trial? These are the ones that. This is what this trial is for, is those guys. Yeah. But this, this is their civil trial or their criminal trial? This is their federal oh, trial. Yeah. trial. But what happened? Did they have a criminal trial for the a state? state trial? No, they want, they're going straight federal. So they're so not going to. They're going to. Uh, the, the state is going to go after the federal. Okay. So, and I mean, just to see, I think they're going to, my personal opinion, they're going to be convicted. Because they stood there. They did you nothing. Think, yeah, you they think stood so? there and they absolutely did nothing. They watched that man. They contributed to that man's death. Because they could have stopped that officer from doing that. Now, I want to say something, but I know it wouldn't be nice to say. No, go ahead and say it. Huh? Say it. No, it couldn't be nice. Because if it was... My family member, I'd still be mad and upset, but I don't want to say what most people would say. In say their it, home. Lewis. Damn, what? people I'm might be kill, thinking like you. You would kill him? No, I wouldn't kill him. What? But what, what? Like, what's next? To move, you know, that's wrong. To move on? No, we can't say that. Because so you don't think they should be tried? Yes, definitely. I think they should be tried. I thought they were already tried. I thought it was over. No, they they did it separate from Derek Chauvin's uh, case. Well, they definitely need to go to jail. They definitely need to be convicted. Like, you know, the word on the street, you know, with the black men stepping up, you know, especially in Minneapolis, they said they'll never let that happen again. What? They'll never sit there and watch um, a George Floyd be murdered like that. A life will be taken. That's what's on the streets now. I mean, yeah. Well, I I think that the, they stood around. I think the Derek Chauvin uh, case set a precedent. Yes. Because now you're seeing more cops being held accountable. Yeah. Look at the woman that um that shot the kid, um, Blake. She got convicted. Who? Um, she got convicted of uh of Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She got convicted. Yeah. So good for her. Yeah. Okay. I mean, good for justice. Go ahead. Okay, so this last story is kind of near and dear to Lewis's heart, but it's something I did want to kind of discuss is there's a new docu-series coming out called We Need to Talk About Bill Cosby. I saw yeah. When I saw that headline, I go, okay, here's another documentary, but when I saw who actually produced it and who's being interviewed in it, I was, I felt like, I didn't know how to feel, but what's his, um, what's his name? Kamal. Um, Kamal Bell mm -hmm. um, actually is, I think, hosting and producing this piece. But it's a four-part documentary um, that 
premieres January 30th on Showtime. Um, it's, uh, let's see. It's about Bill Cosby? Yeah, it's about Bill Cosby and, and kind of us holding him accountable. Did they contact you? Yes. Did they? Yes. And you declined? Yes. Why? You could have been the balance of... Because they would have had power to edit it the way they wanted to. And I don't, Kamal Bell, with all due respect, I mean, I, I just think that there there have been a number of people that he could have done a three, four-part series on that he's not doing. About okay, so my question is, so, it says a trailer for the show, and I watched the trailer. Yeah, I did. And well, um, it's it. it is directed by W. Kamal Bell and others coming. Well, it's him coming and others coming in term to terms with the fact that our beloved comedian was also drugging and assaulting women. However, clips from the trailer suggest Cosby was hiding in plain sight, dropping breadcrumbs about who he was as one woman puts it. So my question with that is, should we be holding ourselves, our people accountable in a public arena like this? Well, I mean, be careful. What, I mean, let's hope Kamal Bell slate is clean. Let's hope he doesn't get his four part series because you, because those, a lot of those clips, you can take anything out of context and make what someone says over the 60 years that he's talked to America and just have him say that one phrase and say, yeah, he's dropping a breadcrumb. Right. Because he says that. The whole Spanish fly joke was a joke. But it's so, going but back. They just said that little part. See, that goes back to our per- earlier story. Should they be able to use his comedy clips to. But yeah, but he's. But my thing is. But have you watched the Hugh Hefner thing? The Playboy thing? Yeah. No, I haven't. Yeah. When the woman comes out, two women come out and right. say back in the 70s, right. saying that, you know, he, accused him of that. Listen, um, have we dealt with the um, Epstein thing and who was on that plane? Yeah. I mean, there's so much there's out so, there. There's, there's so much. There's so much yeah. I mean, we know we know the history of America. Right. And my thing is, Kamal Bell is jumping on something that he knew that they, the powers that be would produce for right. him. And it looks like it has more credibility because he's a black man doing it. To another black you man. You know, and yeah. And, and yeah, that, sh- that, but that so. just, I was kind of torn between after watching the trailer, like, man, do we do this? Do we hold ourselves accountable in the the court of, you know, public opinion? I, I, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what, the, that's what we're selling now. So, I mean, right now, and. But then people can look at you, Lewis, because you are so close to Bill Cosby mm-hmm. and, and think, well, you may be prejudice i mean no i'm not prejudiced he's my friend i love him and that's 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 this is kamal bell's piece that he did and uh i'm sure kamal bell would have a if he sat in front of dr cosby he'd have a different uh perspective and, and ask different questions and probably would have to deal with the direct answers as opposed to having other people speak and who are speaking what they want to speak they've got a platform and the one thing that's important for people nowadays in 2022 is to have a platform. I get to talk. I don't have to talk to my imaginary friend anymore. I have a camera in front of me. They put makeup on me. I get to talk. And they'll sit there and watch. And then they'll, then they'll try to, uh, you know, do some speaking engagements on it. And, you know, I mean, Godfrey's on there talking about it. And Godfrey, 
you know, he has his thing where he was doing warm up for the show, right. and he had a thing where Cosby came out and did a set because he felt that Gaffey felt that Cosby felt that he was killing too much and doing right. and too Cosby well. Came out there and destroyed. And come on, why 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 would Cosby have to compete with you? And he's hiring you. Yeah, but so the thing is, everybody has their opinion, and I'm I'm cool with it. That's who they. I'm not. Kamar Bell is making his money off of making his money. But it's just, you know, like Paul just said, you know, should we discuss this publicly or should we just keep it quiet in barbershops? Yeah, because he did it. He went to jail. He did it. And it wasn't, no, he didn't go to jail. He went to jail and then it was, he went to prison and then it was overturned. But he still, so he didn't do his, he didn't do the time for it. He was in jail, well, shit, and he as he appealed, in, he was in prison. How long, though? Yeah, he but he wasn't. But it was vacated. It wasn't. So it it doesn't exist. It's not in the law. In the eyes of the law, he was not guilty, and it is not on his record. That's the eyes of the law. So just the same way, just like my whole thing about that Bill Cosby case is, oh girl, that bought up these charges, had already signed off on a deal with him. Like, how was she able to come back hey, the and do of, that? Hey. that? That's my only issue. I'm not I'm not saying he did it or he didn't do it. It's just how they because handled Because the prosecutor was up for re-election and he needed right. something. They, the powers of be, you could, you'll stand on any stoop you can to get what you want. That's America. Look at what America but, did to become but America. But I find not just with Bill Cosby. I find that we... And sometimes we rightfully should um, always be defensive when it comes to us in the public. But some of some some folks, excuse my French, fuck up, and they should be held accountable. No, absolutely. Like, what about R. Kelly? Hey, listen. My thing is, how much of your truth are you going to tell about yourself first? That's how I well, look at it. How much of your truth are you going to stand in front of a camera and tell about yourself first? Well, Dick Gregory said something interesting on The Breakfast Club. And he kind of kind of like defended Bill. He's like, you got to understand the reason why they came after Bill. He's like, y'all not understanding the real reason why they actually, why all this is coming against Bill. Dr. Cosby. Okay, I can call him Bill. No, you can't. Okay, well, you call him Dr. Cosby, Bill. Well, he comes, Mr. Cosby. That make okay. you feel better? That's cool. That's better. Okay, wow. Really? You're so sensitive about the subject. I'm not sensitive. You I'm are. just making, I'm Your not sensitive. You are. The I'm tone not, is went up. I'm not sensitive. I'm just making my point. Yeah. I'm not sweating. Yeah. I'm not. I'm why Why do point. you, what? what but like, um, but no, but like he said, and I don't know if it's true, but I heard the rumors about it, that he was really, Mr. Cosby, Dr. Cosby, really wanted to purchase NBC. And he I don't know. There. I don't. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. We don't know because we don't know. We don't know. Right. And like I said, that's for him. I, I don't believe that rumor because they don't have to sell to him. Like that is simple as that. They don't have to kill him or make his but life that's worse. What I'm or, that's well. that's those are questions that he, I'm sure, will answer. He probably squeezed the titty of the wrong white girl and they daddy <laughs> didn't like it. And I would believe that story more <laughs> than him trying to uh, buy something. Just like, you know. uh, I'm Lewis Dix. I'm Jeff. Oh, oh well, anything else? Oh, no, yeah, go ahead, continue. Beats. No, I'm not. No, no. it's just. I think if anybody awesome. in the chat room has a comment, you can call in 323 um, 
I almost gave out my number. 323-815-4204. If you want to comment on anything you heard on the show today. How, how are the people in the chat room? What are they chatting about? Well, I think for the most part, I think we tend to feel like when a black man or a black person is being, I'm going to put in air quotes, held accountable, we feel like... We're attacking them. We're attacking them. It's always something against the black man. It's no. this and that. Right know? is right and wrong is wrong. I mean, that's just our grandmother, our grandparents taught us that. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean, and America has, everyone has a right is right and wrong is wrong in their, in their journey. But you still have people that still like, you know, like, I was talking to these ladies a couple of weeks ago. They still hold R. Kelly to the highest thing. They think, oh, that's bullshit. No. I mean, could we they ever like, do wrong in our own eyes? Of course, <laughs> and wrong I mean, is wrong. But, but you, you listen to them, and you know, and it's in their voice and their conviction. They say he was set up; he did nothing wrong. Well, some Them people still went, think that Trump won the election. Yeah, so um, I mean, everyone has in their ties to their own opinion about it. I mean, I, but when I, you break the law, though, it's like okay. That's yeah, why I miss driving movies. Some some things you just can't give a pass to i'm sorry no hey no some, like right is right and wrong is wrong and when you look in the mirror like Reese so Curtis you said, really in believe mirror. in your heart of hearts that your friend bill cosby dr cosby is innocent it's not a thing about what i believe in my heart is heart what i believe is that i i love him and he's my friend yeah beyond that that's that's between himself and the world and and that's where i stand as far as my opinion doesn't matter because my name is not Dr. Bill Cosby. My name is Louis Dix. Okay. But your name is associated with him. That. I mean, my name is associated with, with you. And I would tell people the same thing. I, I love Jeff. He's my friend, and, and I stand by him. I'll go visit him. <laughs> you know, did you visit Cosby? Book? No, I did not. He didn't know one visit. Oh, okay. I'll um, sell a book on you. I'll be like, yeah, I, you know, person, I think he did it. <laughs> I mean, Damn. it's it's. I mean, it's it's kind of like... You know, if that's your friend, that's your friend. If you love him, I mean, it's, it's yeah. I would have to. I, I mean, look at Sheena. Now you're my, Sheena. Yeah, well, right. Okay. Sheena and Thelis could really do no wrong in my right. You okay, would still love him and say, "Hey, yeah. I love her." And okay, yeah. but let's be honest and let's be real about it. Since we're having the conversation, what if you knowingly know that the person is doing wrong? But see, if I, if I, if you know, if I'm growing know. up with them and I'm, I'm with them and I see them doing wrong, I'm going to tell them they're doing wrong. If I'm if I see you doing something, just like you and I, I would hope if you saw me doing but something, know, but if, if you, you know saw it's me doing something, everything. if you saw me doing something, hopefully you would say, hey, Lou, what are you doing? And then you would if I say, forget you, I'm going to do it. All right, man, I'm out. I still love you, but I can't do that with you. Right. That's probably that's true. But then when the it comes down, would take. And then the legal course comes and they like, OK. You know, and then you saw something there. No, no, I, like I, you mean, if I, no, I would have already told you how I felt about it. So I don't need to go tell anybody else about it. No, but it. if they came after you and they finally said. I have said, no comment. Okay, but no, if they finally came after you and they came to me and it's like, okay, now do I snitch on my friend? No, see, it's not about snitch. I'm not, I don't. If somebody said, did you it see is. them? Did you see them doing that? I didn't see you doing it because I just told you I got to go. Hey, man, what are you about to do? No, you seen me do shit. The, uh, what, you seen, if I've seen you, 
If I've seen we you, being real about shit. Okay, you can pull I, me aside privately and say, "Yo, what you I did?" I would stop you if I see you doing something. If I see you doing something that's against the law, I would go to stop you. And then if, and I if I you like, said, "Get off of me," right? I would turn around and walk out. Okay, I'd so, say, "Wait, before you do it, let me go." <laughs> okay, so then I end up doing it, and now I get caught for it. But the only but person that if can it's, say, if it's horrific enough, I'm gonna whip you behind. I'm gonna get it. We're gonna fight. If I if I gotta protect someone, unless you got a gun and you're gonna kill no, me. The thing is, what I'm trying to say is you saw whatever I was doing that was fucked up. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna allow you to make take but no, that. But, step. but no, but then it does. So you're though. saying I walk in a room. And I'm doing in a room something and you doing something, I'm gonna up. pull you off of that. Okay, but then now legal action is brought against me. Now you are corroborating witness and they say we need your testimony. You need my testimony. I take the. I don't. Have, why do I have to testify? You already caught him. Use the evidence. But no, we need. Now, you if to your mother came though. to me and said you need to tell the truth, this is what he did. Now, if I saw you do, but that's the thing. If I saw you doing something so horrific, I'm going to put myself in between that because okay. I love you and I'm right. obligated no, to protect I get that. the person. Yeah, right. I get that. I would do the same. All right. But if yeah. if you're do if you're about to do something. And I'm I am i am in the room. And you don't know and, what I'm about and, to do. And you're about to do something. I'm gonna say, hey man, hopefully our friendship is solid enough where I can get through to you. And say, hey man, what's going on with you? What what's and I I'm talking to you enough to tell that person, leave. Now that person is leaving and you saying, no, where is she going? Hey man, now if you're gonna hurt me to get to that, then it's a bigger problem. Okay. I get what you're saying. So I'm not no, going to let that happen. No, real friends hold each other accountable. Yeah, I'm not going to let that no, happen. I tried friends. that with you. Only a weak man is going to sit there and let another man, his best friend, do something that's going to hurt both of them. Yeah, but we had that, though. We had that situation. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, and you, am I addict? In that situation. I swear, next show we're gonna have some sound effects because I wanted that. Dun, dun, dun. You was like, you was like, no, you gotta go. Right. I'm, I'm and doing this, and, and I was like, no, really? Yeah, I ain't trying to get involved in it. I just want to rest. And you like, no, you got to go. And I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm out. I forgot which one that was. Okay. We've had so many. Not, not a lot. I was on Hudson. Okay, so to wrap up my segment, just oh, want to say, not wrapped up yet. Yeah, <laughs> y'all ran away with it, but <laughs> okay, good. Go ahead. <laughs> just to um, uh, um, rest in peace and condolences to the people that we lost uh, this week: Andre, Leon, Tally. Yeah, the the the, the, the fashion. fashion guy. Yeah, yeah, so he was one of the first um, fashion editors for uh, Vogue. Vogue, yeah. And they said Vogue didn't even mention it. Is that correct? Or? I think him and the editor fell out at some point, or the editor in chief, or the publisher, or somebody fell out at some point. Oh, man. So I don't, so. I don't know the details. He of was that. a big guy, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was like six six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, also, as you mentioned, Louis Anderson, sixty eight. Wow, he was sixty eight. Yeah. Uh, meatloaf. 74 and wow. a lot of people may Bob not Saget. know this guy but his name is Sidney Miller radio veteran he was a publisher of BRE magazine black radio exclusive oh, yeah. which was an industry trade magazine um that radio records and the black entertainment industry 
was a part of. So rest in peace to all of those guys. I miss magazines. Um, yeah, I miss magazines. They still have a few out there. Mm. Yeah, not you can order shit off in the back of them. Do what? You can order stuff off on the back no, of them. No, not that. Just good, good <laughs> back page good reading. Um, wow, yeah, we're 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 just at that age now where people you gotta take we care know. of yourself now. Yeah, you really you do. You have to maintain and take care of yourself now. I mean, it's like wow, wow that's funny. Because you got to go. Just talked about is calling me right now. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, oh wow! God. I hope listening. he wasn't listening. Yeah, but he even is. if he was, he know Lewis got his damn back. <laughs> Mr. Cosby's on the phone with Lewis. Uh, yeah, I mean he had to take that call. You see, I wonder he if he up. was watching because yeah. that was yeah the timing of that. Somebody was watching, I bet, and told him. Yeah. Yeah, he's telling him about it now. So I think he was watching it. So. Oh, gosh. Um, shit, have him call in. Nah, he going to do that. Yeah. The ratings will go up, though. The comments will go through the roof, though. So where are we at now? We're um, We were moving on to your health tips, which I think it might have been cool if you did something on, you know, eating right due to Lewis's current. No, you know what? Like, before the pandemic and all that, my whole thing is that I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a, you know, a health expert or anything. I just know what's right and what goes in my body. And every individual, you have to take time when you go to the store and you have to read the ingredients. Go in the kitchen, Lewis. We can hear you. You know, you have to, you know, yeah. You have to know what you're putting in your body now. And the biggest thing that people can't get away with, and Lewis' biggest problem is fructose, uh, the fructose corn syrup. Mm. You know, he's still drinking Gatorade and all that shit. I was surprised that he knew what the blockage was, like peanuts? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, uh, he, uh, should we close the door? <laughs> yeah, we got to close the door. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Go ahead. Because it's a heated conversation. <laughs> go ahead. You know. He doesn't get, you know. Why not? Because <laughs> you know he's going to come back. He ain't going to tell us nothing. He ain't going to give us no info. So if y'all are just tuning in, we were talking about Bill Cosby earlier. and um, Dr. Cosby called his friend Lewis and, and called uh, And called Lewis. So yeah. either he was listening or someone called him and told him, wow. So they're talking about you. Well, no, I mean, that's the one thing about Lewis is um, he is a true friend to the end, though. No matter what the ups and downs we went through, that we go through, hmm. you know, and we go through a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, so. you fellows stick together. Yeah. I mean, could you be a friend like that? I Are am a, a friend, friend like, like that? that. Yeah. I am a friend like that. I take so my Sheena, friendships. Yeah. yeah. I do anything and now, for Sheena and At Thelis. the age in life that you're at now. How many friends do you that you can actually call? Because you know a lot of people, but mm -hmm. all the people that you know, how many that you? I'm can I'm gonna say my circle is as small as maybe five people. That and you no can more call. than ten. Right. And I know hundreds of people, but my circle, I would say less than ten. That, that you would call can, for that anything that I can call that I consider 
a real friend, like somebody I can count on. Right. And my two best friends are Sheena and um, Thelis. And I know they love me. I know they there for me. Are they both thin? I know Sheena's in L.A. Is yeah, Thelis is too. Okay. And so, and it's vice versa. So I'm blessed. I don't need a whole bunch of friends. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I mean, I have a lot of associates and people that I, a lot of clients and colleagues, but I don't, I don't swing around. I don't really throw around the yeah, friend thing yeah. freely like I that. I think my circle is like, it's less than yours. I think uh, I'm more like becoming more or less to myself now. And I don't know why. Um, like, I don't think I should be able to depend on anyone now. Or I, I wouldn't call anybody and ask anyone for anything right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, you know, becoming inclusive now. And I don't know why that is. Pride? So, no, not pride. No, I don't think it's pride. I just think more it's just like privacy. Uh, I've always been like that. Never let no one know what I'm going through. No one knows my pain. Uh, yeah. So, you know. I think we all kind of keep certain things to ourselves, no matter how close we are to people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we share entirely every single thing. I mean, I see some people doing it on social media, like that's ridiculous. Are you, you a know, social media active person? I am, but mostly to promote my business. Do you share personal stuff? I do. Okay. Yeah, I do, but I don't share personal, personal stuff. Like, you know what I cut? I don't. I don't. You won't see me on there really. Um, talking about my feelings or anything or a breakup or anything seriously personal in my life i don't post it to right when i say personal it might be a couple family pics up there yeah a couple things like that but i don't share my relationships yeah. i don't do that. none of that now i asked a question to my audience and you can see who just lie and all of that like some women and it's embarrassing too like have you ever got a new picture from a guy? A dick pic? Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't I don't want somebody just randomly sending me a dick pic unless I ask for it. Uh <laughs> somebody in the chat room sent us a dick pic. I ain't gonna say his name. He sent me, uh, Precious and Kamara, uh Really? A dick pic and <laughs> we were quite pleased. Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he know who he is. I think he had either a remote control or a water bottle up in. next to it to he show was, us the, the lint and the girth. Wow, wow. Um, but no, I don't like that. Have unless, you returned a favor? Um, Have I, you ever sent I haven't sent a nude pic, but I did send a nip pic. Okay, all right. A soapy, sudsy nip pic. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Was so your face you on it know? too? Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but it worked. It did the trick. It did the trick. Uh, I never was into have that. Have you no. sent a dick? To, come on. No, I have. I, I've Gray never, pubes no. and all. No, no. I've never. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm shaved though. Oh <laughs> no, wow, no. are you? No. <laughs> no. I prefer that. No, but I I've never got into that though. I, I've never, I always thought that was like just 
from a person. I just thought because that was so gen- I think it's a generational thing, too. Yeah, I thought that was just so goofy and so stupid. And I used to, when a woman was saying that to me, I used to be like, because they were like, oh, what did you think of the pick? And I'm like, oh, it's all right. I'm busy. I hit uh, back. And they'd be like, what? Oh, so you're saying you were never into women sending you a... A new pick. You've one. never asked a woman to send you a, a new pick. No, nah, no. You've never no. Facetime. No, hell no, <laughs> no. I, that's the, to me, that's the. And I should. That's the gayest shit. I think though, I really do. When I see two dudes at the dime when I work, they be Facetiming each other, and I'm like, really? Well, I got a guy. They might be in a relationship with a guy. No, they like, be calling up. Yo, nigga, what's up with you, homie? Oh, like, yeah. Nah, nigga. Now that, what yeah. What you doing, nigga? I'm in the bed, nigga. Yeah. What you doing, I, nigga? Only we person I FaceTime on a regular basis is my mom. Really? Anybody else? I ain't trying to FaceTime. No, I think that is like, I don't want to look at another motherfucker, you know? I'm like, nah. It's just some old shit that you know, you know. Yeah, I think it's a generational thing with you with your generation because y'all wasn't oh, doing generation. that when when <laughs> you guys was coming like up old. i mean well i'm part i guess i'm part of your generation yeah too, it's but, like you know um no nah, i just never been into that you know new pictures back then if you took one you know you had the polaroid and you could burn that <laughs> <laughs> so what no evidence nah that was the only thing that i was worried about is like you know with the internet and all that because once you sit in that shit that shit is out there ain't no deletion yeah and it, you know, just because you delete it off your phone, it may be off your phone, but it's still out there, though. Oh, yeah. There was a few things you just brought to mind with that. Oh, two things I want to cover before we get out of here. Um, I did not know artists had to pay to perform at the Super Bowl halftime. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I heard Dre. Let me see. I'm going to pull that up. I heard Dr. Dre paid to... Um, um, to do the to, to do the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. No, nah, I didn't hear that. A lot of people don't that, know that. I think the the NFL is a nonprofit. Yeah, but uh, what you call it? I think he, um, Jay Z has something to do with the halftime show because that's two different shows. Okay, so they said, um, Dr. Dre uh, is spending millions of his own money on the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. So, Let um, me see how much money he's talking about spending. I heard they don't; they only pay uh, entertainers uh, union wage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's still SAG though. It's still SAG, so you're only getting that, you know, the SAG payment. Oh, they said um, Dr. Dre could reportedly could lose millions if they cancel because of COVID. COVID. But uh, they're not going to do that. They're going to lose too much money. They're going to lose too much money. Okay. The other thing. In the city, L.A. ain't ready to give all that money back. Uh, let me see. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about was um, I think they're going to go ahead and move that trial for Vanessa uh, Bryant's oh, case with the, with with the, the, uh, the, the sheriff's. Yeah, the sheriff yeah. that took the photo. Yeah, I think they should all be held accountable for that, though. Very You've, unprofessional. You you violated her, you know, and he, Kobe being the man who he was and the, um, the celebrity he was, no, you, you don't do nothing like that. And then you at a bar, 
and then you showing it and then you texting it to other, you know, other officers and all that. No, each and every one of them should be held accountable for that. She should get as much as she can for that. Yeah, they, they wanted her to uh, take a medical, I mean, a, yeah. a, a mental yeah, thing. Yeah. evaluation. No, she should get every, she should sue the sheriff's department and try to get every penny they can, um, that she can for them. I mean, because that was just absolutely ridiculous. And then the laugh and joke about it, too. I mean, come on. I mean, you know. And then who was that um, that asshole comedian that says something about him? You know, I don't think he's worked since. Who is this? It was some comic that made a reference. I mean, because they went back to the Denver trial and all of that. You know, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So they went back and it's like, you know, karma finally came around or something. And, and it was such a fucked up statement. And it's like, yo, really, dude? It's like, come on, man. Yeah, I just read the NFL. They pay uh, these artists union scale, which is a fraction of the six and seven figure yeah. sums they usually. But it is promotion. Yeah, you go. You it's television, so you getting sag. You getting sag wages. You know, you getting a performance fee. Like if you're the lead singer, you getting like maybe twenty two hundred dollars. That's it. They said to um, that the weekend revealed that he contributed seven million dollars of his own money to do the show. To do the show. Yeah, I mean because it's it's. It's two different shows. You got the football game, and then it's uh, like Jesse Collins' production. They did the weekend Super Bowl show. They did that show. So I think Jesse Collins may be producing Dr. Dre's show. And they say this amount is on top of what the sports organization will front on uh, front to cover the usual travel and production fees of the Pepsi-sponsored event, which is reported to cost as much as $10 million. Yeah. So you're looking at people, and, you know, in that situation, motherfuckers trying to cut corners. Like, what, hey, man, do you need an extra guitar person? Do you really need that person? Uh, and what it's, they do... L.A. is going to be so bananas. But the, what they're doing on that too, Paul, this is like, everybody's here. So do we really need to fly anybody out? Because everybody's local. You can't find someone local to do it. I mean, L.A. is the mecca of entertainment. So they looking for everybody local right now. Even the production part of it. They're not flying, because I'm a stage manager, they're not flying stage managers out here because all the stage managers that work these big event shows are already living out here in L.A. So your director... Whoever they find to direct, they probably fly him in. But that's about it. Everybody here is going to be working local. Yeah, so um, the lineup for this year's Super Bowl includes Eminem, Snoop, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and sources say that Dre is fronting most of the money necessary to pull off the event. My thing is, does he make money back? Yeah, he's gonna. Get he's gonna money. probably gonna. I think he has a new album or a new project out, so I'm sure he's but, gonna get some airtime with that. But then he's gonna get, you know, for the commercials and all of that too. So he's gonna probably get some of that sponsor money too. Yeah, the I don't know. Is, I got, just think the. Um, you got so many I think artists. churches and the NFL need to pay taxes. Like yeah, that. you got so many. You got you know you got so many hot artists. 
You only got 15 minutes. You only got 15 minutes. So I want to see how he's going to pull that off in 15 minutes. Yeah. You know? Wow, Lewis is still on the phone with uh, Dr. Cosby. Yeah, he went outside, so he might have got in his car and left. Oh, all right. Well, shit, let's, uh, I guess we tell everybody bye. <laughs> Sign off early. Oh, my no. God. Um, you go on and talk. Let me go see where Lewis is at. Somebody call in and talk to <laughs> Jeff while I go find Lewis. 323. It makes sure Lewis is all right. 815-4204. Cosby going to tell him he can't do the show no more. Oh, so. wow. So it just might be me and Jeff. <laughs> Which is wow, okay. Wow, I didn't. Wow, I wonder who. Somebody tipped him off. Somebody was watching the show. Mm. So he might tell me, because hey, he used to call me pants leg. So pants leg. Because I used to have my one my one leg up. Yeah. Used oh, nineties thing. Yeah. So, but that's interesting though. Somebody said Bill letting Lewis know to keep his name out. <laughs> <laughs> Keep my motherfucking name out your mouth, Nick. Get gangster on them. I know. I. I, yeah. I Why are you whispering? <laughs> I'm not whispering. Now I kind of wish I left the door open so oh, we could have. No. I think he went outside. Oh, okay. So no, he gonna be all right though. Well, I mean, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm it's I'm, a touchy subject. I mean, because especially for Lewis, like for a lot of comics though. I mean, you know, it's 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 a real touchy subject. I mean, yeah, I it was like you said, you know, at what point publicly do we hold them accountable and bring all that out, you know, from the closet? Is it better that we do it or the white man do it? That's the question. But you know, like you got to go back to like Oprah when she had to cancel the Michael Jackson thing. You know, because she, because took a, she, she took a hit because those kids, somebody recanted and said that this is what they did. And it really. Actually she didn't did do happen. her due diligence. Right. And um, I didn't like that about Oprah. I didn't. I thought that was a bad move on her part for the simple fact that she was all over Michael Jackson's nuts when he was alive. Right. And then you're going to support these. And, and, and I, I, um. I'm all for supporting victims of um, sexual abuse and domestic violence. But when you have a financial motive or you ended up lying or getting the information wrong, embellishing it, yeah, you know, telling your narrative. And I think that's what this is all coming from now. Everyone now has, you know, a financial motivation. What can I gain from this now? You know, yeah, so I think Oprah didn't have to touch that one. I just felt like she shouldn't have jumped on board with that so without doing her due diligence. And there's still some people, like I was saying, like, you know, like those women, and they were adamant, and I was like, are y'all serious? They're like, yo, them bitches, they set themselves up. Y'all are Kelly, he ain't do none of that. They all, you know, was in that. They just trying to destroy another black man, and y'all falling for all of that. Right. You that's know? that's a lot of what people. We had um, glittery bubbles join the chat room, and she asked us, "Did we touch on the Kamal Bell?" Yeah, that's what. That's why Lewis is out of the room right yeah. now, is because we talked about that, and Lewis got a phone call from Bill Cosby, 
as we were talking about it. So Lewis stepped out of the room. And he's, he's still on the call, now. and he's, he's still on the call now. with Dr. Cosby. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see with that conversation. So now another next thing is, like, you know, do you think it was fair that Kim kept didn't invite Kanye to the birthday party? Um, She says that wasn't true, that right. they uh, had plans to do two parties. Two parties and all of that. Um, But... I think in, from looking from the outside in, I think Kim is trying to keep this as private, private as and possible. cool as possible. Yeah. And I think when Kanye did that, that was kind of her last straw. Like, she probably had a few last straws with him, but I think she was trying to be civil about everything. And But I think, you know, too, also, it's that power play where I'm going to keep your kids from you. You know, regardless if we're going to do two parties and all that, I want to be there always for my kids. You know, regardless if you celebrating with your family. Or yeah, that, yeah, know, yeah. No, if, if, if it's celebrate. true and she didn't invite him, yeah, I think that's wrong in itself. But um, I don't know. Kanye's like that uncle you don't want to invite to your party because, you know, you're going to be drunk and act a fool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um yeah so i don't know i i don't know um i i kind i just kind of respect how kim is being low-key with trying to just handle all of this quietly move on with her life but i mean yeah she just you know one celebrity to the next celebrity that's it yeah yeah then there's that but yeah, hey it's just like you know he's just you know this is just to get back at him right now you know, I'm going to go ahead and, and fuck with this dude just to upset you, you know? Yeah. So. Anyway, um, we want to thank our guest, Chris, Chris Spencer, Spencer, for joining always. us today. Thank you. I'm going to check out some of the movies he mentioned uh, that he watches on the streaming networks. Netflix. I just started uh, watching the new season of Ozark. Is that good? Oh, it's really good. I spent the whole day yesterday re-watching season three because they've been off two years. So I had to catch up with oh, happened yeah. last season. Yeah. I but get yeah. burnt out of them. Like, I'm like, I'm over the Power series now. I never watched that. I'm over that now. Uh, it's just like, okay, it's just the recycled drug game over and over and over. I just like, and it's coming... To me, it's becoming so predictable now. You can predict, like, okay, I know what's going to happen next week, next episode. Yeah, and so. then isn't the spinoff Ghost? Yeah, that, you know. Yeah, I don't, like, I've never watched one episode of yeah, that. The no. son is, like, now he's, like, you know, becoming a dad now and all of that. And it's the same. He's following the same. Same cycle. Yeah, the same pattern, the same, you know, blueprint and all of that. So I'm kind of, like, over that now. It's just like I used to watch... I was a huge fan of what, like when Billions came out. I like Billions on Showtime. But now that's recycled now, and it's becoming, okay, all right, the same millionaires not getting caught. Y'all, you know, figuring a way out to stay out of jail. The same thing, I was a huge Ray Donovan fan when that came out. Yeah. My other favorite is Righteous Gemstones. I don't know if people really watch that. That's, That's with, on HBO, um, right? It's HBO. Yeah. And it's... um. Danny, what's his last name, the comedian? 
Danny Trejo. No. No. Uh, uh, McBride. Danny McBride. Danny That's with McBride. John Goodman. And yes. then with the church and all of that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That is hilarious. Is oh, my God. But he's like. I like Danny McBride, but he's always that asshole character, though. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> an asshole in this, too, but it's really funny. Yeah, uh, the that, Righteous Gemstones know. about a mega church family, and it's it's right. hilarious. Right. And then I've been watching the new revamped, uh, and just like that. Fresh Prince? No, with Sex in the City. Oh, how is that? It, it's good. Is it? I like it because it grew with its audience. Without like, Kim Cattrall, is good. Yeah. Because uh, because what they did was they incorporated um, multi multicultural women. I have okay, Indian now, woman. They have black woman. Like okay. they've, you know, made right. it yeah. more multicultural. So have I, you watched the reboot? It's more dramatic now. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I have not watched that. Yeah, it's more dramatic now. It's not a comedy. It's a dramatic. It's like it's a, drama a drama. Now. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Yep, that's about it. What are you doing for the weekend? I have a lot of work to do. I'm doing editing. I got some editing jobs to do. Um, in fact, let me shout out the LA Sentinel and Chase Bank. They have a new podcast called Black Money Matters that's debuting next week that George truly produced. So you can look for that. Black Money Matters uh, sponsored by the L.A. Sentinel and Chase Bank. And then, um, yeah, we d- we've just been um, doing more uh, like you guys just because you don't see a lot of content on our YouTube channel. I've been actually having clients stream right. on their own platforms okay good so any content that's on the site on the youtube page now is something that the studio is directly involved with okay cool like this show can i give a shout out for a show we got um if you're in la you have to come to our comedy show every thursday night at the regency west it's the lamert park comedy bring it to me night um with your rotating host Myself, Jeff Arnold, Louis Dix, Keith Look Around, Morris, and Mad Mark. Um, we debuted January 6th. Last night was our third show, and we were sold out to capacity. So it's picking up gradually. We're going to get your, your, the funniest comedians. That's where it all started at, at the Regency West, uh, Regency West with Robin Harris. Mm-hmm. So we're bringing that back there. Every and Thursday night? Every Thursday night. I'll probably and come you are our VIP, so whenever you want to come, you always can come. We have a table for you and all that. All right, cool. I might come next Thursday. That yeah. sounds like a plan. I got your girl on there next Thursday. Who? Kamira. Oh, okay. Okay, definitely will yeah. come through. Yeah. Um, want to um, remind you guys, if you like the show, support the show, and... I'm putting up on the screen where you can contribute to the show and to the studio. Right. So um, um, at Morris Media Studios on Cash App, Morris Media Studios PayPal, and Morris Media Studios and Vin- Venmo. There you go. Very simple. So support the show, support the studio, and we appreciate it. And also um, I'm doing a podcast class for February 12th. 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you're thinking about doing a podcast, I always tell people to take my class first because there's a lot. People think you can just jump in and do do a podcast, but there's a lot to it. So we want to wish everybody a safe and healthy weekend. And 
uh, we'll find out what happens with next Lewis week. and uh, Bill Cosby next week. So and I want to say this before I go. If you want to um, purchase tickets to our comedy show, 213-693-5009. That's 213-693-5009. The call, purchase tickets, come see um, a, a hell of a comedy show each and every Thursday. Yeah, so to be, uh, to be continued. Um, he took it outside, <laughs> so um, we don't know what's going to happen. He hasn't left yet, though, because you didn't open the gate. Yeah, so he's still so, here, so we're going to find out, and we'll fill you guys in next week unless hopefully. Bill put a gag order on him. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> All right, we out.